Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekut Moharan. We are currently in the fourth Torah, Torah Dalid, where we are exploring the idea of a drop of Olam Haba, of the next world. How do we tap in, and what exactly can we do to reach those heights? We were last exploring how there is a duality of life. There's a recognition of greatness when something good happens, and there's a big challenge and frustration and anger when something bad happens. And the goal is to get to a level where one day there will be an absolute recognition that everything, both perceived currently as good and bad, is all good. And that's what we're diving into now, continuing in Os Base. Here we go. And this whole idea is the concept of that it's impossible to understand and really grasp this idea. That it's impossible to really understand this idea that everything in the world is for the good unless and except we elevate the royal palace, the royal kingdom from the exile amongst the non-Jewish world. As much as the anti-Semites would love to say that the protocols of the elders of Zion are out there and the Jews are taking over, that's really not the case. When you look around, the superpowers of the world and the people who are respected and mass are not the leaders of the Jewish people, are not your local synagogue rabbi, are not the Gedole Hador. There is no social movement encouraging a love of the Jews. But rather, that holiness, if you will, that level of respect and placement of the kingship is with the non-Jewish world. Because now, the kingship and rule of the world is with the non-Jewish world. Because of this, like the Pasuk says, Elokim Malki Mikedem. So what Rabbi Nachman is doing is connecting this idea of Elokim and Malchus, if, as we see in that Pasuk, saying that the non-Jewish world and their gods nurse from this ultimate source of Malchus, spiritual kingship. That when a person, when our community is able to lift up the malchus, the holy kingship, to elevate that idea from amongst the non-Jewish world, so then that formally fulfills the verse, that Elohim is king over all the earth. Os Gimel, number three. And it is impossible to return this kingship to God and put God back where he belongs, if you will, Kaviyachol, Ella, except Al Rabbi Nachman is saying that the only way to elevate this kingship back to the highest place where it really belongs is through vidui, through verbal confession to a Torah scholar. How does this work? Why does this work? What is this? We're going to continue to learn. That through this, this act of confessing your, your sins, your mistakes to a Talmud Chacham, you fix and you elevate the concept of kingship back to its source. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk that says, Take with you words. This, as Rabbi Nachman is talking about, that Pasuk in Hosea. 
And this is the concept of kingship. Like the Gemara says in, in Sanhedrin, that there's one person to stand up and speak in each generation. Each generation has a manhig hador, an ultimate leader, and that is referred to in the Gemara as dabar. So dabar, and Rabbi Nachman is saying dabar, is connected to dibur. So there's a connection between malchus, that kingship, that ruler, that one individual who is the spokesperson for the generation, and dvarim, and vidui dvarim, and verbal confession, speaking, conf- words of confession, are connected to this ultimate leader, the dabar, who serves, according to the Gemara, as the spokesperson of the generation. V'shuvu el Hashem, as the Pasuk ends, v'yisaknu v'yalu es dvarim, and will fix and elevate the words, as b'chines malchus, and as we said, the words are connected to kingship, b'chines eloikim el Hashem, which is the concept of taking that apparent plurality, that duality, that Elohim, which is the harshness, and returning that to the yudke vavke, the recognition that everything in life is absolutely for the good. The Rebbe is saying that through our words, most specifically, our words of vidui devarim, of confession to a Talmud Chacham, we're able to elevate the Malchus, the holy kingship, from its exile amongst foreign gods and eventually bring it back to its rightful space in the highest of the highs. Hi, new canal. This is like we saw above. Bashem ahalil davar, belokim ahalil davar. That I will praise Hashem's word and I will praise Elohim's word. Hainu, namely, what does this mean? Sheyeda, that one should know, Shekoma orosav kulam latovaso, that everything that happens to a person is for his good. V'yevarech al kol hadvarim hatovah metiv, and then will come a time when we'll be able to make hatovah metiv, the blessing that we make on absolute awesome happenings, and not on tragedy, we will begin to make a hatova metiv on everything, something that typically in the past we would have made a baruch dayan ha'emes, a God forbid situation. We will recognize that everything is for the good. And that if a person knows this, it's called a complete knowledge. Because the main das, again, when we say the word ikar, ikar, we're not saying absolute, but rather we're saying the most prominent. So this, the most prominent knowledge is a recognition of the togetherness, the unity of kindness and strength and power. This is called das. Just to bring it together clearly, we're saying the chesed, which is the Shem Hashem, the Yud Vavke, and the Gvura, the strength, is the Elokim. And when we're able to bring those together, recognition of the unity of those, that they're all one, that's the highest level of knowledge. That you won't make a distinction, a separation between kindness and judgment. And you'll make a blessing on everything, like we said before. And this is called that the Shem Hashem, Yudke Vavke, is one, and his name is one. What does it mean, his name? It's talking about Elohim. His name is one. They're all good. It's all God and it's all good. As our rabbis say, that in the future there will be an absolute achdus, an absolute unity. And everything will be good. The recognition will be that everything is good. 
What does that mean? Zebuchinus, this pasuk is the concept of Elohim Malchus, the idea of the godly kingship. Like the pasuk says, V'ya'as David shame, and David made a name. What does that mean? Echad, the one name, Gematria, Ahava. Rabbi Nachman lets us know that the numerical value of Echad, we're talking about Ushmo Echad, Hashem Echad, Ushmo Echad, that God is one and His name is one. That one, that Echad, is the numerical value, the Aleph, the Chet, and the Dalid, equals 13, and that's the same numerical value as the word Ahava, love, which is also 13. What's the connection between Echad and Ahava, let's continue and find out. Hainu, namely, Hen Hashem hu rachamim, hen shmo shuhu b'chines elokim, b'chines din. Whether there's a recognition of that ultimate mercy, or whether there's a recognition of the judgment and harshness, kulum l'tovascha machmas avasha kadosh baruchu oyevosach. That both of them, meaning when we feel that Hashem is being harsh, and when we feel that Hashem is being loving, they're both for our good, and they're both letting us know that God loves us in a real way. Like the Pesach says in Mishlei, that Hashem rebukes the ones He loves. Uksiv, the Rebbe brings an additional Pesach, I only knew you, meaning the Jewish people, amongst all of the families of the earth, and therefore I will exact punishment according to your sin. To break this concept down for a moment, we can picture a family where there is love flowing, but that also means that sometimes there's going to be a punishment. We know that the best parents, the best teachers, the best mashpi'im, the best influencers are not the ones that always say yes. They're the ones that recognize sometimes yes is right and sometimes no is right. Sometimes an apparent harsh reality is really what's best for the situation on a much smaller scale. If I'm in my kitchen making a fresh coffee, it's the morning, I want to have a nice warm coffee before my learning, so here I am at the stove, boiling some water, ready to put it in my French press. One of my children will walk over and say, oh, there's something up on the counter that I want, and starts to reach toward the boiling hot pan. Naturally, I'm going to smack his hand away to prevent him from being burned. He feels, Tati just smacked me. What? Why did Tati hit me? I'm thinking, I'm so glad that I saved him from a third-degree burn. Baruch Hashem. When you have that vision, the parent vision, that's called Yediyah Shlema. That's called the complete knowledge. Being able to see the situation from all sides and know that even apparent harshness is also for the good. Wishing everyone a beautiful day filled with recognition of the good.